As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Staples show. It's a big day. Ari Wasserman and I are back together. The coach's poll is out. It's it's the day that everybody complains, Ari. Why don't we do these things in October? Well, because we'd have nothing to talk about in August if we do them, didn't do them now. Yeah, I mean, if we could just look at these things um, as entertainment value, the same way that we look at them, look at the games, then I think we'd all be happier. I don't think that there's anybody who's still like left over in 2022 who thinks that these rankings are going to have any bearing whatsoever on, on your team, the way the season plays out or anything, but it's a good litmus test just to see like what people think. And these well, people and we, happen we to be coaches or SIDs, depending on who does. Or also ops guys. Don't forget ops guys. Sometimes yes. they do it instead of the SID. But I will take issue with that, Ari, because you know we here at the Andy Staples Show and friends have our own ranking system. Ours matter. The AP poll doesn't matter. Exactly. So we're going to get to the next installment. Remember, we did this back in April when the FPI came out. And it, it, I don't want you guys to think we're not continuously updating this, that we only put it out when some other poll comes out. And, and they, they want you to talk about that poll. and We want you to talk about our poll. But the Andy Staples Show computer laptop organized win nexus is back. And we've expanded it from 10 teams to 15 teams. We're probably going to add five teams every time we do this until we hit 130. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So when the next time we do it is what, the first week of the playoff rankings? No, I think or should we do it we, sooner? We're going to do it after the first week of games. Okay, yes. Because remember, the Andy Staples Show computer laptop organized win nexus is the most scientific ranking possible. And we'll actually have some real data to feed into the machines. Right, right. Where this is like you, uh, this is a, the list that the machines are just doing based off of of the the little data that we do have, and and now um, you know like returning players and uh, I don't know brand, right? Uh, well, coaches. Listen, these rankings are scientifically proven to piss off the most people. That is what we're supposed to do. See, the coaches sixty percent of the time it works every time. Exactly, it's just like Sex Panther. Exactly. So. The coaches poll, let's be perfectly honest here. The SIDs and ops guys and maybe one or two coaches who actually fill out their own their own ballot looked at the, the standings from last year and were like, well, Georgia had a bunch of guys drafted, so we're going to drop them a couple. Uh, Alabama brought back Bryce Young and Will Anderson, so we're going to bump them up a little bit. Ohio State brings all the guys, we'll bump them up a little bit. Hey, that's it. Clemson's going to be good again. Done. That's that's what <laughs> happened. That's how this was was because like Michigan at number six. I mean, they lost a lot on the coaching staff and players like just assuming that they're going to be basically what they were last time. I, I don't know. I, it just seems seems a little too easy. Did you ever actually vote in the AP poll at any point? Oh, in your yeah. Career? Five, five beautiful years. Ari. Um, I did it for only one year, uh, but the year that I did it. I don't know, like 2016 or 15 or something. It's been almost 10 years now. I put a lot of effort into mine. 
I did, and but then you'd put a lot of effort in, but you'd be moving teams around, and you'd accidentally leave one off. And sometimes Ralph Russo would rescue me and be like, hey, you forgot Ohio State. I'm pretty sure you meant to have Ohio State in here. Can you tell me where Ohio State's supposed to go? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're supposed to be here. But sometimes it didn't go that way, and, and then your ballot gets published, and you look like a complete fool. Yeah. Um, well, the thing about it is, is that it uh... – a lot of the people who vote in these in the AP poll, not the coaches poll, but the AP poll are beat writers. And yeah, depending on what time their day starts, yeah. like they're not watching the games. So yeah. I think it's just kind of a lot of who beat who scoreboard watching and moving up and down um, into a rational place and doing your best to not look like an idiot. Like, I think that should not be the, the AP poll. It should be the Associated Press uh, trying not to look like an idiot poll. But I'm okay with that. And I also, like, your your guy, Doug LaMaurice, I will give him credit he was the forever because, because he's the one who stepped out on the ledge and said, look, this is stupid. Once games are played, we'll just use the results of the games because every season is different than the last season. You're not supposed to consider anything that happened last season when, when you're ranking teams this season. So he would radically change his poll, especially the first few weeks of the season. Now his poll would wind up looking like everybody else's poll by the end, which is why I tell people don't get too worked up over this because it'll all work itself out. But I just love, he's the first person who voted in the AP poll, like the people in the playoff vote or supposed to vote. Right. And, and that's what you can make all the arguments you want that this affects all of that. It doesn't. We have years of data telling us it doesn't like, I'll, I'll tell you, go back to the very first playoff because even, even the playoff ranking, which doesn't start until very late in the season, the first playoff ranking ever in 2014 contained three SEC teams in the top four. Three. Do you know how many of those three made the playoff? Uh, one. Zero. Oh, Alabama wasn't one of the, f- the top three or four? No, it was, all, it was Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Auburn. Oh. We're in the top four. Ohio oh, yeah, that State was... was not in the top four yet. What a year I for think... the playoff rankings to start, huh? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, here's the thing. People do update this stuff. They do change as the games go on. This is just for fun. And it is fun to look at this. Like, our guy Stuart Mandel, gift from the heavens. Because not only did he react to the to the poll, he reacted with some some scalding hot takes, sorry. I did this, I did that exact column a year ago, and I feel like the entire world wanted me to die. So I'm happy they didn't ask me to do this again. There's 122 comments already, and Stewart's thing's been up for like an hour. You should go look at I, I, when I did the coaches poll overrated, underrated column a year ago. I think I had like 500 comments in the first two hours. Oh, it's it's tremendous, and every so, single one of them thought I was an idiot. Even the people that like their favorite team was highly was in the uh, right. underrated column. Well, and I like the the, the Eeyore fans. Who are like, no, you rate you rated ours too high. How dare you? How dare you jinx us? Don't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there was never been like good job. You know, yeah. it was just I, I don't feel know like how much my team is right where it needs to be at number 16. And I don't know how much you like get consumed by your comments on your stories, but like I read all of them. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but voting in the AP poll with an email address underneath it sort of broke me of that. Yeah, like, I bet. It's like arguing balls and strikes. You just you can't really argue rankings. Yeah. I mean, it's not the ranking that we're arguing as much as like who's overrated and underrated. Well, so Stuart, Stuart said, I haven't read the, the, I haven't read the comments yet in Stuart's story, but I, I saw that he had, um, uh, Oklahoma as, uh, was as Oklahoma an overrated. overrated. So I don't even want to go down that way. Well, he has Clemson is overrated. He, now you and I have discussed this multiple times here. We think that Clemson, because we got to start making, we haven't done the commandments of the podcast back when Jason Horowitz and I did daily radio together. We had like, we were trying to populate a list of college football commandments. And like one of the, like the first commandment is Ohio state is always good. And like there, there were various things that would, you know, Nebraska is always going to sell out stuff like that. And I think one of our commandments needs to be, if you have a quarterback and a, and a freakish D line, you're a contender and Clemson, Okay, either DJ Uyangale is better than last year or they will replace him with Cade Klubnik. Like, and we know they have the freakish defensive line. Well, don't we say know that because Klubnik's a freshman. Right. We don't want to say that on this podcast. We don't want anybody's feathers to get ruffled. Well, and it's not 
It's not like it's ever happened before where Clemson had a really highly rated freshman and an incumbent starter, and they, they pulled the old switcheroo. What so, happened that year again? I believe they won the national championship. Uh, oh, okay. Got okay. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Freakish defensive line. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know mean, if they're, they're as freakish. They're, they're definitely as freakish on the interior right now as they were then. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Clemson is is that? I mean, has Clemson been D D line you? Oh yeah. Of all yeah. the things that they've done, great since the beginning of the Dabo Sweeney era. Oh, that's era, the best thing they've it's done. The best thing they've done, right? So, I mean, what's very curious to me is like how Oklahoma might be able to mirror that. Like, if you think Brenton Venables is the oh, main but Ari, reason Oklahoma's for that. not supposed to be good. Remember, Stewart says they're overrated at nine. Yeah, I mean, the thing too is just like Oklahoma might be a very different place in three years than it is now too. So, um. But and and we're going to talk about the news from Oklahoma later in the show. We're dealing with the rankings right now. We will get yes. to Kale Gundy stuff. But I so Clemson at four, I'm perfectly fine with. I, I really am because I just they if if all goes the way we think it will, they will be in that general vicinity. I agree with you. I know that people think I'm like the resident uh, Clemson hater um and i don't think that's really fair but you know again that's just kind of the way that people perceive things my take on clemson has always been that i don't believe that they will be as good as they've been the previous five years for the next seven that doesn't mean that i don't think they'll be good this year last year i said they wouldn't make the playoff they didn't make the playoff maybe i would have been wrong but they had a lot of injuries josh joshua says clemson at number four is lazy okay joshua what would be active like what would be working really hard to put clemson somewhere like it's also, all lazy. Too, you, it's all guessing. I know, but also if you go back and you look at the teams that are below Clemson, right? And let's just do this game right now. Yeah. And hey, Clemson fans, I'm on your side today, huh? Um, Notre Dame, Michigan, A&M, Utah, Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Oregon, NC State, Michigan State, USC. That's four through 15. Which team did I say below Clemson do you think has a better chance of winning a national championship right here, right now than Clemson? None of them. That's it. So like they're not <laughs> they're, they're properly rated yes. based on what they have on their roster, what their coach has proven to do time and time again. And uh, you know, they have Tyler Davis and Brian Brisset. Yeah, who might That's be the first overall pick in the draft starts. this year, right? So, you know, Well, I, I mean, it's probably going to be a quarterback and Will Anderson is a person who exists. So, we, we Yeah. We, we, we got to go with that. But the NFL does love itself some uh, nasty pass rushers, though. Byron, Utah is underrated, but it will change if they beat Florida. Okay, Utah is ranked number eight, I believe, in the coaches poll. If they beat unranked Florida, they will then suddenly jump into the top five and be properly rated. Like, yeah, how I does think that it, makes sense. I think I'm okay with that. Like, I think it's crazy that Utah in the top ten in the in the uh, AP poll is viewed as uh, underrated. You know, that's a pretty good spot to be if you're Utah. I, Kyle Whittingham's like, by all means, underrate us. Yeah, yeah. Every but time. Even if Florida is uh, not what Florida has been in the past, I do think that beating an SEC team with talent on its roster is a legitimizing thing. Sure. So I think what, if they do happens, end up okay, beating. If Utah squeaks one out against Florida, then Kentucky comes in and blows Florida's doors off. Do you need to put Kentucky? I mean, we know what Doug will nobody, do. Yeah, yeah. Nobody does that, but maybe, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, if you use the context around, but I feel like when you vote in the AP poll, it's kind of like a week by week thing. It's almost like the results from the previous like four weeks ago don't matter anymore. Well, it it, it should. Theoretically, that's what it should be. It should be as as more data comes in, you just adjust things. But Ari. I'm, I'm done with the coaches poll. I am because it is not as scientific as our poll. We have jam packed. The Andy Staples Show computer laptop organized win Nexus with even more science. We have computer science majors from TCU, the University of Florida, SMU, mm-hmm. yep. and Texas A&M all working on this. this we formula pay them the nothing. They, it's, it's an internship. It's all for the love it's of the free. game. Yeah, they, they love it. And it, we, we still believe in amateurism here at the Andy Staples. Oh, wait, no. I mean, like, we're the, we we're the dude from Moneyball. Like, we're like that. <sighs> exactly you know we, yeah we we do you get on uh, base son do you get, does on, base? get on base does, does clemson get on base clemson clemson's on base percentage is like 650 <laughs> so yeah they're uh yeah they, they get on base 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. So we got to talk about these rankings. And, you know, I, I don't know. Do we need to charge Sling Extra to present the rankings? Aren't the rankings sponsored? In some of these places, I think that our ranking should be sponsored by somebody. And if it's not going to be Sling, then someone's going to step up to the plate. Yeah, well, we got some other sponsors that we'll, we'll we'll be talking about later in the show. So maybe maybe they will be willing to sponsor the Andy Staple Show computer laptop organized win Nexus. Ari, you and I, we we packed all the science in. We we have kidnapped a bunch of computer science majors from different universities and gotten them working on a formula. And I, I think we've we've really hit upon the formula this time. Last time we gave you a top 10, and it was okay. It was definitely better than the FPI. This is the best ranking we've done yet. It is far superior to the coaches' poll. Because if the coaches' poll is to generate some conversation about this season, well, we're all going to be talking a lot about this poll. Ari, how do you want Let's, to reveal this? Do you want to do this team by team with a comment? I, I think we should. I think we'll we'll start down at the bottom. We only went down to 15. Again, we're going to add five teams every time until we get to 130. Or maybe we stop at 25, depending on how lazy we want to be. Uh, you know, Joshua says we're very lazy with the with the number four pick of Clemson. Well, not us, but the coaches poll. So here we go. Number 15, Miami. We had them ranked higher in the original one because we just wanted to get them in there. But we need we need Miami in there just to get those people. What have they done? Well, they hadn't done anything. Yeah, Miami is the type of, of program that has kind of been meddling a little bit, but now they have a head coach that is aspiring some exciting new talent. And before those players ever signed in his first first full cycle, we're going to give the current team the benefit of the doubt. Well, they also have a quarterback, though. They do. <laughs> That's they I, do. In all seriousness, Miami has a quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke who got some stuff done at the end of last season. Yes, I know they lost to Florida State. I know I, I watched the game, but it felt like they were maybe turning a corner and maybe going to save Manny Diaz's job. And then then all of this happened, which. I would argue it w- will help the roster going forward. The coaching staff Crystal Ball's brought in has is, is done a you know done some stuff in its career. I mean, Kevin Steele ran some pretty damn good defenses at Auburn, and uh, you know Charlie Strong. It didn't go as well as a head coach, but he's always been pretty valuable as a recruiter and as a, as a defensive assistant. So I, I think there's a lot there. Number fourteen, Oregon. It's beautiful that's, the way you did it. That's. It's- that's exactly right, because Cristobal leaves and Oregon's ranked higher. That kind of gets to the heart of every Miami fan's number one sore spot right now, because if oh, you yeah. ask every single Oregon fan what they think of Mario Cristobal, they'll say, well, he was a really good recruiter, but he couldn't manage a game, and he stinks on the field on Saturdays. Yeah, and they're going to say that Dan Lanning is so much better, even though Dan Lanning has never coached a game as a head coach. That's right. Um, never, and never just won. one spot better than Miami is like the perfect amount of salt on yep. your deviled egg. Now, Stuart Mandel will love how the Andy Staples Show computer laptop organized with Nexus ranked the Clemson Tigers because they are ranked number 13. Appropriate. They lost games last year, so there's no way they could be good this they year. They lost to NC State, Ari. There's no way they could be good this year. They lost to Georgia. Wait, losing to Georgia is not really that bad, is it? Yeah, um, we we got a lot of context about what that that game looked. <laughs> there, but do they have no rushing yards at the end of the game? Was that the stat? Something like that. It was yes. like one rushing yard. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> yeah. that game happened, uh, how could Clemson possibly be a top five team? Yes, exactly. Get out of here, Dabo's days are done. Over. I think you said that on the show. At no, you did. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, that's probably what Ralph Russo heard me say. Number twelve. <laughs> Tuck coming, baby. Tuck's coming. The Michigan State Spartans. Yes, and that's like um, the perfect ranking for Michigan State uh, because it's fringe top 10, which is good, but it also is a lack of respect 
that uh, you know the fans are just tired. Oh, no, no, of there's having. no lack of respect yet. The lack of respect is coming. Okay, this, this so is, let's get this to is it. Then. Designed perfectly to set it up, like we set it up and we knock it down. So if you're a Michigan State fan, you're looking at this going, all right, twelve, okay, twelve's good. I, I'm good with that. Can go up from there. If it's if it winds up being that, I'm I'm probably okay with that this season, given given where it is. But then we get to number eleven. The Michigan Wolverines. The thing that I love about this poll so much is that it literally is so much worse when the team is directly ahead of you. That's exactly right. Because people, if Michigan was six, it wouldn't be as good. But the fact that Michigan's number eleven, right there, it's like it's like I compared them directly, and we're like compared them directly, and I'm just going to go Michigan over Michigan State. But they lost last year. They're, they played a game. You know who won? Yep. You know, they and that's the little Ohio State. State. And Michigan State fans, uh, Colton Pouncey told me about this, and I thought it was amusing. But Michigan State fans think there's something called the blue wall. Have you ever heard of this? I have. Yeah, I, I was unaware of this. But they think that Detroit media outlets or Michigan media outlets only cover Michigan favorably or give them more coverage. And it's called the blue wall. And like this is like a constant discussion on Michigan State message boards. And if I you mean, ever written about this, the or blue you wall, believe this- hey, like every every TV station in Detroit and every radio station in Metro Detroit and every radio station in Flint and Lansing sent us money and said, put Michigan one spot ahead of yes, Michigan State. Yes. I mean, it's a whole conspiracy that's like, have you ever seen that show that they try to like knock off uh, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix? Uh, oh, that, oh that no! Okay, no. Un, a, no. It's called unexplained, and I think that like is Michigan more favorably covered because of their brand than Michigan State should be a very interesting episode of that. Um, um, I'm in. I'm watching. If you that. think that that's actually happening or that's true, then I think you need to like worry about like getting outside a little bit more and, and breathing some air because like you know what the, the fact of the matter is is that Michigan may be covered more but it's just probably because it's been a more recognizable and more prevalent brand for longer in the football sphere right yeah even if that's true i don't even know if that's even true i i think that's probably part of it but i mean michigan state's been a recognizable brand i mean they they were yeah and they've got a great basketball program too but so does michigan i don't know like if michigan is covered more than michigan state it's probably because there's more people interested you just got to follow the dollars you know, you just got to follow the dollars. Well, it's a- I, also, I also don't think it affects any like when Brady Hoke was Michigan's coach and Michigan State was beating them every single year. Nobody thought Michigan was better than Michigan State. Yeah, nobody thinks that. Yeah. Yeah. So also, like, what is a more interesting story? Michigan catching on fire under Brady Hoke or Michigan State being good? I, I thought it was. It, I thought it was interesting. You now Harbaugh got hired. Like I, I, I actually, SI sent me to spend a week in Michigan, the week of the the first games, the season Harbaugh started at Michigan. So that was when Michigan State opened with Oregon. So you had the the two programs that had been really really good playing one another in East Lansing, and then just weirdly Oregon State came to Michigan. And and played in Ann Arbor, so like I covered the game in Ann Arbor first, and then went to East Lansing and covered that game at night. And I, I you know spent a couple of days in East Lansing and a couple of days in Ann Arbor beforehand. And they wanted me to write this big kind of travel log thing, and and it was a kind of a snapshot of where the two programs were. And and Michigan State was way ahead. I mean, so far ahead. Yeah. And I would argue that Harbaugh has not closed the gap. Uh, he he won the Big Ten, yes, but look at the records. I mean, what is his record against Mel Michigan beat State? Him twice. It, it's it's a losing record against Michigan State since he got there, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, my opinion about the little brother thing is that it will the only way that you can ever slay the little brother scenario is if you stop acknowledging it. Right. That's exactly right. All right, back to the top ten of the bum, Andy bum, Staples bum. Show computer laptop organized win nexus. I probably should say it as the acronym, but you know. Feels a little too obvious. We'll let them come to it. <laughs> Number 10, Coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers, Grayson McCall, 12.6 yards per attempt last year. Let's do it. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is that like they are probably going to be a top 10 team uh, to watch this year. 
But oh, like, what yeah. was your mindset so on fun. on putting them there to annoy the teams below them? To annoy everyone, because people just get so it just bothers them so much when they see a group of five team ranked in the top ten. Like, they just can't handle it. Yeah, especially like, how dare the they? Yeah, especially at the beginning of the year. But it's funny because it's always the same people who are like, "Well, the playoffs not fair. It's not inclusive." And then, okay. Yeah. You're telling me that people think inconsistently when it comes to what they like and what they want? <laughs> yes. You 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 may be surprised to learn this. Yes. But yeah, it's perfect. Number 10 just nestled in there into the world of relevance. Okay. Now we get to the first truly controversial choice. This team was ranked number 1 in the original Ask Clown rankings. Number 1. Notre Dame now coming in at number 9. Why? Because we needed to put them somewhere different. Yeah, I. When it comes to Notre Dame, I think that them being overranked is a more inflammatory thing for everyone. I feel like if we put them at two, they would be more. More people would be pissed than they would be happy. And like Notre Dame fans are the only ones who are pissed at this. Right, Notre Dame fans will get mad at this, but that's it, a large it, contingent. So it probably is a little low. I mean, I don't know if it's a little low for them. And number nine is not a bad season if you wind up number nine. And number nine means you wound up. Nine and three or ten and two, depending on, on how again, things shook out. As typical with this poll, the next spot makes it better. Absolutely. Number eight, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Scott Frost's year. It it can't possibly get any worse. Sorry, no, it can absolutely get worse, but we're saying it can't. We're saying this is you when they don't turn think around. it can get worse. Oh, it can definitely get worse. Like, okay, what if they go to say. Ireland and lose to Northwestern? That was yeah. the only team in the Big Ten they beat last year. I mean, I guess you could say that they lost so many games in an odd fashion that even if they lose as many games but just lose them, it'll be easier to stomach than what happened a year ago. Um, but this is the epitome of the helmet ranking. And Absolutely. the helmet ranking is the best type of AP poll, coaches poll. Dip. I don't know who to put here, but they're usually kind of good, or at least they were good when I was a kid. So here they are. Here they are. Yeah, exactly. That's that's perfect. Number seven, Georgia. They won the national championship last year, but that was a blip on the radar. They lost half their roster, and they're not going to be any good Ari, anymore. I don't know if you knew this, but before they won the national title last year, they hadn't won one since 1980. I know. So, like, what makes you think they're going to be in <laughs> any on. way, shape, Another or form? 40 years before they're going to win. Yeah, I know. We don't have to worry about that. Seven, seven is a tip of the hat. Good job last year, but this is us turning the page. Yeah, it's... Uh, Dan, by the way, says, uh, I posted the before and after shirtless pic, so now you have to... Uh, you, you're going to have to post a before and after shirtless pick. Me? After your pectoral perspective gets changed. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the way I put it better, but sure, I, I will be happy. Like, I don't want to post the before picture of how you're doing before because that's no, what it's going to look like. No, you post the once before once you have the after. But once you have the after, yeah. then it's like, ha, look how fat I I weighed 223 be. pounds when I posted the picture of, of me at 280. Okay, okay. So that makes me feel better because it's like, yeah. I don't want to be like, here's the before picture. Because I'm still fat, you know. Yeah. You want to do, you want to do it of like, okay, I've got the. Do you lather your abs with keels in the shower every night? No, that's what you have to live with, baby. No, I just, I just sweat a lot. That's like, do the, you wear the, a waist the, trainer? A who? A waist trainer. What is a waist trainer? Those things that some people put around their waist. That a girl? is like, a, no, it, you put it around <laughs> your stomach or your midsection. And you wear it in the sauna or you wear it while you're working out. And it's designed to make you sweat around that area. You know, that doesn't actually do anything like I don't wear it. To... I was asking you if you did. No, it's calories in calories out. That's Can I it. ask you a basic it's question. Reduce fat. It doesn't work that way. So I'm actually like on a weight loss challenge with one of my neighbors and one of my good friends. Yeah. If he said I have a year to my from my birthday till next year to lose okay. six, uh, 50 pounds. Okay. And if I lose 50 pounds in a year, which is, I think, a pretty reasonable goal. That's manageable. Yep. He owes me 2000 bucks. Woo! It's a lot of money. And half of that you got to give me when USC yeah, doesn't make right. the playoff in three but years. But the contingency here is that if I don't lose 50 pounds... Oh, wait. Before I say that, I also get an extra 200 bucks for every additional 10 pounds over 50 Hell if yeah. I go further. All right. All so right. if I lose 100 pounds in a year, which might not happen because... I don't know if I have that much weight to lose, but if I get that far, he owes me three grand. Um, but also I have to keep it off for six months after I have to give him a refund. 
Oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna make sure you keep it off because I got to keep mine off. But if that's I why, don't do that's it, why I keep posting the shirtless pics. By the way, because I can't go back. Once once I've put those out there, I can't go back. It's a. Uh, it's also nice to have people talk about your abs too. I bet. I don't know. I've never had abs, so I don't know what it feel hurt. like. But if I had those abs, I'd probably show them off too. Okay, so if I don't lose fifty pounds, mm-hmm. I owe him five grand, <laughs> which makes it impossible for me to not. Like I'm not you not must. eating it. Yeah, oh. like I'm not gonna pay anybody five thousand bucks. I wanted to be whoa, a fat we're, loser. We're 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 doing lots of Peloton workouts on our yes, uh, and our I've been working out every day this uh, year. So I, I feel like I'm in a good spot. I think based on on this, you can tell that my face is probably thinning out a little bit. Um, but the question that I have because like he actually is like trying to make it because he's a good friend of mine. He's mm-hmm. like I'm actually doing this because I'm trying to motivate you because I'd rather spend this money and make you healthy than uh, like he's doing it. So like he works wow. out with me. And I've wanted to ask you this because I don't know the truth about this, but he okay. is a big sauna person. He likes the heat. Yeah. And every day we've been walking um, or, or a few times a week, we've been walking around our neighborhood mm-hmm. for four or five miles in the dead of the heat. Yep. Um, do you burn more calories walking the same steps and the same distance and the same route in 110 degree weather as you would if it was 68 or is I mean, it the just, same exact just the, thing? You just the idea more. of homeostasis, your body has to work harder to keep you at the right temperature. So you should theoretically burn more calories, but it's dangerous to do that. Well, we have water. I mean, it's not like it's dangerous, but yes. No, I mean, sometimes I'll run when it's hotter just to challenge myself a little more. But again, you got to be pretty careful with the heat. Well, we have like the camelbacks. I know. Even even with water, as hot as it is, you have to be pretty careful. Okay. I'll keep that in mind, but it feels so, nice. But yes. I mean, theoretically, it should burn more calories, but but not probably not so many more that it's worth risking that. Okay, because it's kind of like a sauna workout type of thing where right. it's like we're sweating a ton. See, I'm not a big sauna person. I've never never cared about oh, that. No, like, the sauna's nice. You should try it, yeah, especially no, now I'm... that the droplets of sweat would drip down your six pack abs. Like this just turned into <laughs> this just turned into a this got, uh, a this romance. Got very uh, gross, very fast. Wait, what's the, all right? Uh, let's let's get back. Let's get back to the rankings. No, erotic we, novels. It, it is okay. Yeah. Well, I could put actually, your abs on the front of an erotic novel. A neurotic novel? I erotic. would love to read a neurotic novel. <laughs> a neurotic novel is my mother, I think. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you, Mama. Uh, all right. So we've got Georgia at seven. Of course, Georgia's talent level is better than seven. Georgia's schedule says they're going to be better than seven. This is to make the Georgia fans mad. And here's why. Number six, Texas A&M. That's, Texas A&M's existence just makes your skin crawl. It makes everybody except Texas A&M fans yes. furious. Furious. Did they get a top six ranking because of the class they signed last year? Right. <laughs> Even though they've, they've signed pretty good classes before that. Yeah, but this this is... Not like that. What have they ever won? 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 <laughs> it's just on repeat. Jimbo yeah. Fisher only won because of Jameis Winston, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Exactly. He's actually not a very good quarterback developer at all. I've heard it all. Yeah. All right. No, it's... So, this is actually a pretty realistic oh, place. Also, they're cheating. Oh, there's that. The, the, right. the big one there. Yeah. Right. But but Nick Saban didn't say he was doing it. They were doing anything wrong. He just brought it up yeah, casually unprovoked. Casually unprompted not doing anything wrong comment. yeah <laughs> number five and and we had the, uh, the these guys had to move too they mm-hmm. had to move because science says you have to move them you had a ranking in april and now you have a ranking in august and you just you have to move them you can't leave them in the same place because science number five ohio state it's perfect it's the perfect yes. ranking yes not too high not too low just enough to make people feel like you don't think they're going to be as good as they're supposed and to. And Ohio State fans, you know, very calm, collected, rational people for the most yes. part. Yes. No, they're good yeah. with it. They don't bother. None of that bothers them. They never feel disrespected. One week at a time, one opponent at a time, day by day, get 1% better every day, and then it'll take care of itself at the end. And then they throw their chair against the windows. <laughs> Let's get back to the rankings. The Andy Staples Show computer laptop organized win Nexus rankings. USC at number four. God, it's fight on, baby. It's beautiful. That's a beautiful placement. I realize what I'm saying here is that I'm going to owe Ari a thousand dollars. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. If USC finishes fourth in the country and they're in the playoff, 
I lose. But basically, I had to move them because they were somewhere else in April, and now they're actually they're fifteen in the real poll, which isn't really great for me. Not great, Bob. I don't know what they're going to be. I really don't. Yeah, it's, I, it is within the realm of possibility that they come out in the first week or two. Their offense looks like Oklahoma, and everybody's perspective changes in the snap of a finger. Well, you and I both thought Caleb Williams showed an incredibly high ceiling last year, that he could yes. be pretty amazing. And there were, there were times where he looked like a freshman, but there were times when he did things that, that can't be taught, that just are naturally gifted. And so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that in, in the second year in the same offense. Now it's with different teammates, but it's actually with some of the same teammates. So. And there were new teammates last year for him. Yeah. And Jordan Addison's one of the new teammates. So yeah, yeah, I think I, it's a, I think it's a net positive. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But I again, I need to see USC on the line of scrimmage, yeah. offensively and defensively. That they have to be better because if they want to make the playoff, if they want to win the Pac-12, that's what they've got to be is 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 better up front in general. And uh, you can show me the PFF rankings, their offensive line. I get it, but until I see a nice firm pocket around Caleb Williams when he's trying to throw. And I see their, their D line getting a push against their opponents. Then my favorite thing about it. where we put them though, Andy, is that we took the biggest heel in college football coaching and gave him the benefit of the doubt. We sure did. Now he's probably earned it, <laughs> but this is too much benefit of the doubt. It for the coaches, they couldn't handle it, but in the Andy Staples show, computer laptop organized win nexus, we can take that heat. We can live with it. Is there a single game on USC schedule that you would pick them to lose? I'll read it off to you. Rice. Uh, no, they would. I'm not picking them to lose okay. to Rice. At Stanford, Stanford assistant 10th. Mike Bloomer. Okay. They seem to struggle with Stanford. I just, but yes that's or no, which one would you pick to win administration, I understand. At Utah would be the game I'd pick against them, and Notre Dame would be the game I'd pick against them. Okay, so you think they're going to probably lose two? I think they'll lose another one or two. I think they'll lose another one somewhere in there. Okay, so you think they're going to go nine and three this year? Maybe that's at Stanford. Maybe it's UCLA. We're not giving UCLA any credit at all. They were better last year. I don't. I don't know that they were great, but they were better. I just. I'm gonna. I cannot wait till October fifteenth when they are six and zero oh going to Utah. It'll be fun, and it's and, not a weird Friday night game no. like it is. It tends to be with them. If 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 that Washington State game the week before Utah were in Pullman, I would absolutely be predicting a, a Washington State victory in that game. But it's in the City of Angels, though. It's at the Coliseum. But I do I, I do agree with Max Olson, our colleague, who thinks that Washington State will be the most fun team to watch in college football this year, other than maybe my number ten team, the Shots. So. Number three, Ari. We needed a trendy pick. We didn't have a trendy pick in the first one. In the in the first round of the of the Andy Staple Show computer laptop organized win nexus, we did not have a truly trendy pick. Well, now we do. NC State number three. I don't think that's that that wouldn't anger me at all. You, I think it's a little high. It is high. Yeah, it's pretty high. We're predicting them to make the playoff. We're, we're predicting them to be what they would be if everything goes perfectly. Now, they have a quarterback. Devin Leary's fantastic. They have a, a great roster returning. They lost Aki Aquino to the draft, but they do bring back a ton of talent. And so I think they're going to, they're, they're due for a very good season. Now, they, they've got to get over the Dave Clawson hump. They got to beat Wake. Mm -hmm. They beat Clemson last year. They, now they got to go to Death Valley and do it, but they can do that. That's not going to happen. That, yeah. I, right. Well, you and I, you yeah. know, depending on, on which, which mode we're in, but we're in we're in Ascon ranking mode. So Ascon ranking possible. mode, they're definitely going to win. Yeah, absolutely. So I I just this is here's why this works. There's a there's a world where this happens. There's there absolutely a world where this happens. But also, we if we can disrespect some people along the way, let's do it. Like exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we've just we've infuriated the Clemson fans. We've been. Like the Ohio State fans, are like how in the world can you have them above us? Yes. The Georgia fans, how? What are you talking about? Number two, Alabama. 
which is sweet because they're just not number one and that like and that makes them mad yeah don't you know we have the best offensive player and the best defensive player how could you forget that we get it yeah and nick saban yes and the best coach and the best ranking that there is number one the texas longhorns (laughs) we have a there's a very scientific reason behind this we ranked the Texas Longhorns number one because Arch Manning commi- committed to Texas. I know what you're thinking. Arch Manning isn't playing college football this year. But Don't care. it's in the data still. Don't care. He's still factored into the data. Number one, hook him. This is my favorite thing in the entire world. Number one. Part of me wants to join the AP poll one more time and just... Just troll it? Submit this. Yeah, Just have Texas number one every well, time. Actually, if you really want to know the truth, Texas actually got a first place vote in the real one. That's amazing to me. I, somebody's trolling there, right? <laughs> I mean, they actually got one. Four the coaches got poll, a first and place the coaches vote. poll, we don't have to, we don't get to see who voted for what until the last one. So like if, if the AP poll, we'd know who did this. We would know who to ask and we'd probably bring them on the show. Yes. Yes. I think that that would be uh, uh, the funniest thing in the entire world. I love it. I love it. I'm all in. Who I back think, in? All right. We now now we got to look at the coaches poll voters. Like, who do you think did this? Like, who Mike has Leach. enough of a sense of humor to give Texas a first place vote in the coaches poll? Um, I don't know. I, I, mine would be Mike Leach. But I think that anytime anything weird happens, we got to see if he actually votes in it. We need the we need the yeah. List we need to see the list of here. who's voting it. You want to okay. know my fun? The funniest thing, Andy? Yeah, I'm ready. Because of my disposition or my addiction to Texas on this podcast, mm-hmm. people actually comment on my story story seriously about how I'm a Texas homer. <laughs> and like this is going to reinforce that, that I'm all Longhorn. Oh, absolutely. 100%. So uh, KJ96 guesses Dana Holgerson, who is a coach's poll voter. It could be Dana Holgerson. Could be. Could be Dana Holgerson. Actual question from Nick Terry. Are there any writers on the athletic staff that are AP poll voters? Yes. Our, Matt Brown, our most responsible person. And he actually like is, if he thinks it, it's true. Yeah. He's not, he's not an idiot like us. So <laughs> we let him do that. Yeah. I, I'm going through this list. I, I, I think I know think, who it is. Who do you think? And I don't is? know Joe if McGuire? it's on the list. Is it Lance Leopold? Lance Leopold of Kansas? You think Lance? <laughs> the troll is the ass clown poll. That would be hardcore. <laughs> I beat him last year. I'm ranking him number one in the preseason. That would be tremendous. If Lance Leopold did this, I, I, I'd i be so in on Are that. Are you telling that, me that I've been mispronouncing his name the whole time? I think you have. Is that. it Leopold? Yes. Oh, I'd be calling him Leopold. Don't do that. Wait, wait, what's the correct pronunciation again? Leipold. Leipold? Leipold. Leipold. It's Leipold or Leipold? We'll you said it two different times. We'll have to get him on the show. It's not, it's what's closer to what I said than what you said. It's not Leipold. No. Okay. So I've never spoken to the man, so I haven't made the I hope. Yet. I hope he's the one who did it. Yes, I really That would do. be my guess. That would be tremendous. That would be amazing. So that's the Andy Staple Show, computer laptop, organized Win Nexus. Those are the best rankings in the business. They're better than the coaches poll. They're better than the AP poll. The AP poll will be out. We can have Ralph Russo on to talk about it. He doesn't vote in it. He just organizes it, but he can just yell at you for an hour. I, I really enjoyed that there last There is time. one team that we messed up on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where? 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 Which? I will have in my back pocket for after week one. Okay. I don't want us to forget the Ari Wasserman campaign to get Ole Miss to eight. No. Oh, we can't forget that. Okay. I, I am all in on Ole Miss this year. So yes. when they win their, their week one game by 70, then we will, I'm going to slide them into my top five. And then Absolutely. as we crunch the numbers, we'll see where that spits. Well, out. And, and that's listen, we'll have actual data. So I think that'll be fine. Yes. So, okay. Because like I'm all in on Ole Miss of the playoff this year. All right. We we do have to talk about one bit of news in yes. the sport, and that Serious is Gail Gundy resigning at Oklahoma. And so you had Oklahoma releasing a statement saying that Brent Venables accepted his resignation. That was Sunday night, and then also Sunday night you had Kale Gundy releasing a statement saying 
here's what happened. I, I was in a meeting with some players. I grabbed a guy's iPad because it didn't look like he was paying attention. I read what was on it. And one of those words was very racially charged. And that's why I'm resigning. You had another statement come out from Brent Venables on Monday saying, well, no, you, you read the, that same word multiple times. And that's why it happened. And then you had Kale Gundy's daughter tweeting and then very quickly deleting. Then why were the players told not to, not to say anything about it? Like, there's going to be more to this. This isn't over. Mm-hmm. But I think you and I discussed this before the show. And I think we're kind of in the same boat on this. Like, I know there are going to be people who are like, this is cancel culture. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Brent Venables was on that Clemson staff where Danny Pearman did something to that effect and nothing happened to him. And Brent Venables acted very quickly and decisively here. So I'm wondering how much that experience informed what Brent Venables did very quickly. Yeah. um, This is something that you cannot do under any circumstance. Nope. Period. So, no. I mean, like, I, I, I wish I could put myself in their guy, shoes. If you're a white guy, you can't say that, those words, that, that word. We're, we're, Under let's, any let's, circumstance or yeah. context. We're talking about the N-word here. You can't, okay? And and so it's very interesting in, in my upbringing. My mom's from Selma, Alabama. The older generations of, of the people in my family use the N-word to describe black people. That is how they, and they, not a full word, all of it. And that's how they talked. My mom did not talk that way, did not appreciate them talking that way and raised me to never, ever say that word. She she was adamant about that. And so you can say, well, but it's in all the rap songs. Okay. You still can't say it. If you want to be a college football coach and you're a white guy, you can't say it. Don't say it. Like, I don't don't read it. Even if you're reading it off somebody else's paper. Even if you think you're being funny. Don't say the word. Like, it doesn't have... And, and and you can say, well, I accidentally read it because I was just... No. no. Like, that word kind of jumps off the page. Like, so Also, you it. and I are in very unique scenarios because we're two white guys who say things on a public forum and that we yeah. have to be very careful. And oh, that there are a lot of either things of us we would say, say we'd be fired tomorrow. Yeah. You know, but like, I know exactly what... I need to steer clear of. And luckily in my personal life, I steer clear of them anyway, but it, it's I don't just think you should like, be saying the word titties when we're trying to advertise, but that's, yeah, that, that's yeah, I, I was just going to say, you know, sometimes things slip out, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's that even the context there, maybe that's a tough, that's a tough. Uh, yeah. Now I will say lots of former players have come to Kale Gundy's defense. Joe, Joe Mixon, Didi Westbrook, uh, DeMarco Murray, who is currently Oklahoma's running backs coach. Who, who well, Kale Gundy was his position coach. And I, I do think probably people will look at this and go, he paid a pretty heavy price for this. He got forced to resign at, at the place where he'd been basically since he was in college. I mean, he played there and then became a coach there and he's been working there ever since. And so this is a very heavy price to pay. And yeah. now maybe like his brother is Mike Gundy would, would, can Mike Gundy pick him up now at this point? I don't know. I, we'll see. I don't know I, the answer to that. It, it will be interesting. I thought I thought Oklahoma coming back out with the second Brent Venable statement was a little bit of, okay, we tried to soft pedal this, but here's, here's some more. But I do wonder if there's more than that. See, there's two concerning things about this. One is the, like, the thing that he did right yeah but the other thing is the lack of judgment that is in place with a person in a in a role of responsibility to not know not to do that so like to me those are the two two things right it's that, one of those things you're you, yeah if you're gonna you know you're, if you know you're not supposed to say that word if, if you don't say that word you just don't say the word like, it's pretty simple yeah and i know there's a lot of people out there who are going well why is it? I don't. Why is it okay for some people saying some people? Not, it, you can argue that till you're blue in the face. 
But that's just how it is. Yep. You don't say it. And like, I personally don't believe that everything that everybody says all the time is an indication of who they are as a human being. I've never met Kale. I don't know anything about him other than what he's done in his career. Um, and, and the people I don't who have worked with him and do know him seem to say came out pretty passionately. That said, there's a no tolerance policy in this world right now in regards to anything of that nature. Yeah. And you got to be smart enough and, and disciplined enough in that position to not illustrate those mistakes. So that's what happened. I, I would not be shocked if this keep if this comes back up, if there's more to it. But we'll have to see. Because right now it still feels like it's a little bit of a developing story. So uh, we'll see if if there is more. If if there's a complaint, if the you know, does he feel like he was unfairly treated? You know, this may all come come back out later. Somebody may pick him up. We'll see. Because like like I said, I think there's there's a lot of people who will look at this and say he paid a very significant price. But I don't know. It it's, it it sure makes it hard to recruit. Sure makes it hard to recruit. Mm-hmm. So that's the. And we'll be on it, top of it as we get more information. Yeah, we, I mean, that's yeah. one of the. I, I have a feeling we'll probably end up talking about this again. I, I hate talking about this stuff. I realize you're going to be some people who are going to be like, well, he shouldn't have been fired and this is cancel culture. No, no, this is the world in 2022. And if you're going to be a college football coach, there's certain things you need to understand. And to not understand that in 2022, like this isn't something that happened five years ago. That's a, you know, this is, or something that happened 20 years ago or 30 or whatever. Like in 2022, you should understand this. So that, that's the way it is. You also should understand that the Andy Staples show computer laptop organized WinNexus is the finest, most scientific ranking service in college football. The AP poll will come out soon. It will be wrong. Maybe we do another one. Maybe we go to 20 teams, Ari. I don't know. Yeah, we go to 50. We could. <laughs> could I fit that? If I can't fit it in the graphic, I don't know if I'm going to. And yeah, We could do slides. We could. It's worth trying. But we, we've definitely got we, we to keep this thing going because I, I feel like we have created the better ranking system that it just causes people to talk more it gets people talking that's, that's art it's like that next the next door app i don't know if you guys are on next door but when neighbors start talking good things happen like when college football fans start talking good things happen you know what the best part about this poll is What's that, that we designed it to be uber ridiculous right we designed yes. it to piss off the most people that we could piss off but if you went down team by team maybe Maybe not Clemson, but maybe even Clemson. There's a couple very realistic cases that could be made. I here. think you could make. The, like, I don't think you could make a case for Nebraska at eight. I think maybe that not. that one is out of left field. But I think if you go down this list, it's like you could make a case for where most of the teams on this list um, are. And if we threaded that needle of terrorizing people, but also doing it in a way that it's not that unrealistic, I think that would be the perfect way to go about. it. I think it. it's so the most meta poll in the history of the sport. Yes. I, so the next time we do this, which will be, I think, in a few weeks, let's try to thread that needle a little bit better, too. Let's absolutely do it, Ari. Because, like, Penn State you... not being on the list is kind of like, oh. That... Ooh, yeah. We've there's, there's off some a whole fire lot of takes people. on here by not even writing a, with, a, a full. Uh, that a mission. Yeah. Yes. So we got to add some teams. Ari, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much to Slink for sponsoring, and thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Ooh.